I don't know how. I just do it. I just post it. I don't edit anything. Speaking of editing, hello! Welcome to the... What are we calling this still? Is it still Semi-Pros Podcast? Yep, yep still the sure Semi-Pros Podcast. Wow, it's been a hot minute. Sorry, we've missed the past couple weeks, but it's okay. None of you listen anyway, so... Capitalize. Um, this... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Semi-Pros Podcast, the Semi-Pros Hall of Fame Podcast, where we talk about movies and whatever else we want to talk about. Maybe we'll talk about some royal heist today. You never know, because there was a really cool royal heist that went on in Sweden. People escaped on a speedboat. It's really sweet. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about movies. Um, My name is Zach. I'm here with this other person who is also a semi-pro. My name is Jeff. No. No. It's Easton. It's not. (laughs) Starting off on a good note, I'm glad we took those weeks off to real come back and get real professional with it. Um, No, we had to take a couple weeks off because we were busy uh, doing things. I was out of town. Easton was busy because, I don't know, Easton has things to do, you know? He he has a life. Don't tell him he doesn't. Somewhat. (laughs) Um, But no, uh, this is the Hall of Fame podcast where we, uh, or the Semi-Pros Hall of Fame podcast where we... uh, Nominate movies to go into the Semi-Pro Hall of Fa- Semi-Pros mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Each week is a different topic. Uh, we each put ten, fourth ten nominees, and then we pick the five uh, inductees into our Hall of Fame. Yeah. So we could have anywhere between ten uh, to twenty movies vying for five spots. Technically. Half so of ours are always the same. Basically, we're more prestigious than the Academy Awards, is, mm-hmm. is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying that we are, but we are. Um, and this week we are talking about. Nope, keep going. Keep drumming. W- one more. Oh, come on, you nuggets. Most badass action heroes. <laughs> you forgot halfway through, didn't you? No, I didn't. There's gotta be a pause there. <laughs> Most badass it action movie. It wasn't hero. that long, alright? <laughs> Uh, we're talking about the most badass action movie heroes or characters. Um, these characters strictly have to become have to come from action movies because you know, not we're not doing horror movies or anything like that. So get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, yeah, no, could be an um, action horror though, technically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but action's got to be a main There's portion one of the in movie. There. <sighs> yeah, if that doesn't hint at something that Easton has. Um, so should we just jump right in, or do you want to keep fluffing? Fluffing uh, about. I mean, I always you like fluffing. fluffing about. I always like fluffing. I mean, I like fluffing too. But let's let's just. Oh, I it. didn't write. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm gonna listen. I'm struggling. I'm I'm usually the one who come prepared, and Easton doesn't. And this week, neither one of us are prepared. So correct. What up? This is off the cuff. We both wrote these lists. Easton literally finished it right before I hit the record button. I finished it five minutes before that. It literally took me like five minutes. <laughs> All right, but without any further ado, let's just jump in. Uh, you want to go first? Nope. Easton. You're always first. My first nomination, uh, and the reason I picked this topic, yes, I personally picked this topic because I wanted to talk about this uh, character because we haven't talked about him yet. Uh, a man... By the name of Baba Yaga, the boogeyman, John Wick. There's like a couple more, isn't there? The assassin. Uh, the assassin is one I'm of sure, them. I'm sure there's plenty. He's he's John Wick. I mean, the dude dumb shots people for a living. You can call him anything. Yeah, I mean, Keanu Reeves, Sexiest Man Alive. There's a bunch of different names that could accompany him. Um, but yeah, my first nomination is John Wick. He's uh, on my list? He, Of course he is. Um... Uh, yeah, no, and this is both of the movies I nominated him for, mm-hmm. um, both John Wick 1 and 2, because, listen, is there a more intimidating person than Keanu Reeves walking in that all-black suit with a black shirt and black tie? Just, just, the dude doesn't miss people's heads. That's all he shoots is people's heads. I mean, like, physically it's not intimidating, but, like, if you look at him down, like, a dark hallway... Like, well, that's the thing. That's the thing about the movie is he starts off in the first movie and he's real unassuming. It's it's Keanu Reeves. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's not exactly the most intimidating just from a looking standpoint. But then that first action sequence in the first movie when those people break into his house to try and kill him, and he just freaking 
goes off and kills like 20 people, that's when you're like, oh, this is a different kind of movie. This is a different kind of character right now. Because they spend the whole first part of the movie before all the action starts talking about this guy and how amazing he is. And we don't see it until this scene. And then from that scene until the end of John Wick 2, we see nothing but straight him going nuts killing people mm-hmm. in just the craziest ways possible. It, and Keanu Reeves is just amazing because he's got that real intense look about his face, but it's also real nonchalant. Like when he's killing people. Yeah, he's like, super, it doesn't look he's like super calm all the time. Yeah. He doesn't talk a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to say about John Wick? Um, not really. I mean, he's just kind of like, I like him because like he's he's just he's he's retired mm-hmm. and like all he wants is like vengeance because these people killed his dog. Oh my god! And you know what? That's the best part is because he's a defender of the dogs. Yes, that's the most important like role in the entire world. Right? I know. I mean, and then that's the thing. Ever since we saw the first John Wick, anytime we go see a movie now that's like an action movie or anything like that, all we can do is sit there and think about. If John Wick was here, this movie would be over in like 10 minutes because he'd just kill people. Which is funny because every John Wick movie is like two hours long. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's true. Yeah. But still, let's be honest. Mission let's Impossible would have been over in about 10 minutes if John Wick was there. Very true. Because there was that decision at the beginning where he could have saved... Spoiler. All right. That's in the trailer. <laughs> Nothing I've said so far is not in the trailer. Spoiler alert for Mission Impossible Fallout. There's a decision in the beginning. Thank you, Finn. There's a decision in the beginning where he has to either save his friend or save the nukes. John Wick would have just shot everybody there and taken the nukes away for himself. Mm -hmm. What would he do with the nukes, though, is the real question. Probably bury them in concrete. He buries everything in concrete. You're right. And then he busts it out with a sledgehammer. Like a real badass. Dude, He's got that big tattoo on his back, too. Oh, I forgot with about that. The crucifix yeah, with yeah. like Russian scripture or something like that on it. Dude, why is he wearing a tuxedo if he has that? Like, just keep your shirt off Dude. and just like turn around on people. But he looks away. good in a tuxedo, though. And he yeah. pulls off like the like the neck long hair with like the beard and stuff like that. It's pretty sweet. And plus, Russians are scared of him. If Russians are scared of him, you know he's badass. True. All right, that's my first nomination. That's your first nomination. You go with one next. <clears throat> oh boy. Uh, I'm going to go with Mad Max. Ooh. Do you have a particular version of Mad Max, or is it from... Uh, honestly, I nominate for Tom Hardy, personally. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, the that's, new the, one? that's the right choice. Um, I mean, I dig him because he's, he's like the manly man. You know, he's like gritty, and it's like it's kind of dirty, grimy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, some people would like say it's a negative, because he almost was like the side character of his own movie to some people in some people's minds. That's kind of what all the Mad Maxes are supposed to be like. Though. Yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, some people just like take it as a negative. Yeah. But I mean, I think like having like, you know, kind of like a sidekick almost mm-hmm. is, is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and like, he's not a character out for vengeance or, you know, to get at someone. He's just trying to survive. Yeah. yeah, in the world that they have. Um, yeah, that's it. You don't want to mention any of the badass things that he does? I mean, he does a ton of badass things. <laughs> yeah, no, I listen, I didn't put Mad Max on. He's in my honorable mentions. I, I like him. Um, I guess the one difference between him and all of the people I have on my list is there is an exact, like... Because I, I agree with you that he's badass, but I think it's more of just an aura. All of the other people on my list, I can point to an exact moment in the movie or an exact scene that is, like, something that puts them over the top of being more badass than him. See, I think we're going to have, like, very different lists. Probably. Because my list, a lot of these guys are, like... The it's kind of yeah. more of, like, how they act. And mine's more of the things that they do. Yeah. Yeah, then we'll probably have much different lists. All right. But no, I mean, it's a fair choice. It's a good choice. It's on my honorable mention, so it's not like I dislike it. Um, but all right, so that's your second nomination. My second nomination is 
Indiana Jones. I didn't partic- I didn't pick a particular movie, but I'm not accepting Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I agree. Um, that. that that one is not allowed on my list. Um, but if I had to pick one particular movie, I guess the one that he's most badass in, I'd say would probably be Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. The original. I, I agree with that. Um, mainly because that opening scene, that opening sequence. Um, sorry about that noise in the background. That was my dog scratching. Um, I don't know if you guys could hear that or not. Probably. Probably. <laughs> my dog's living their lives trying to ruin this podcast one day at a time. One day at a time. But, uh, yeah, that opening scene um, where, like, there are people creeping up on his back, and then he comes into frame, <laughs> and then someone pulls a gun on him, and he just whips, a, whips the gun out of his hand right away. Like, that's just so badass. And then... From then on, outrunning the boulder, getting in a fight with that giant Nazi by the spinning plane with the propellers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that's awesome and what makes him extremely badass is Indiana Jones is an everyman. Unlike all these other guys we're going to have on our list, he's not the best fighter. He's not the best swordsman or he's not the best shot or anything like that. I mean, he has a day job for Pete's sake. Yeah, I mean, he's a professor. But the reason he's badass is because he's smart. He's got will and determination. He's Harrison Ford. He's that helps. Harrison the Ford. hat and the whip help. Um, but he's, he's got just, bravado. Yeah, he's got bravado, and he's but he's just that will and determination gets him through every single fight. Watch every single Indiana Jones movie, and he loses almost every fight until the end of the fight, mm-hmm. and then somehow, some way, he comes out of it. And everyone knows the ultimate badass Indiana Jones moment is in Raiders of the Lost Ark when that one swordsman pulls out his swords in front of the crowd and is whipping them around. And Indiana Jones just pulls out his gun and shoots him and walks away. Mm-hmm. That's, Which, a, that's the thing, too. He's like he's so witty and like mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Which, I mean, most people who will probably listen to this will know the story. But the reason that happened is because Harrison Ford was sick on the day. They were supposed to have a long fight scene, but he... He couldn't film it, so they just turned it into him shooting him, which I think is the ultimate Steven Spielberg thing to do. Is to there's a problem and he fixes it and it becomes iconic, which that would, that would is basically never happen nowadays. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, Indiana Jones. Plus, Indiana Jones was a movie I watched growing up, so I saw him as a young kid, which made him immensely more mm-hmm. like ideological to me because of how cool he was. I agree. Like, I don't think there's a kid who watched Indiana Jones and didn't want to be an archaeologist. And then you find out what an archaeologist does, and you're like, oh, no thank you. That was kind of cool, but no thanks. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, yeah, but that's my second nomination. All right, your turn. Did I even mention that he's on my list, too? Oh, he's on your list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you did. no, you never said that he was on your list. <laughs> you didn't give me a chance because you talk all the time, all right? Or you can have butted in. Oh, jeez, Easton. Oh, you are just like Morty from Rick and Morty. Dude, I'll take that. I've never watched it, but I'll take it. Trust me. Is that good? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be Marty anymore. All right. Uh, you talk about Indiana Jones. Why, why is he on your list? I mean, you said everything. Like always. Are we, are we, are we going to go through this right now? Yeah. You say something about Indiana Jones. I did already. I talked about his bravado. Talked about how witty he is. He's an everyman's man. He's a ladies' man, too. Uh, yeah. Even if they're Nazis. <laughs> That's true. Because right. remember in Temple... Or, uh, not Temple of Doom. Last Crusade. That's the thing, the thing that's great about those movies is they're out of order, and yet they all seem to work. Somehow. Uh, except for King of the Christmas School. It do- that doesn't exist. Uh, Take that back. So Indiana Jones is on your list? Yeah. So I have to go again? Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hate you. All right, so that was his third nomination. My second nomination, so we have two in common right now. My third nomination is Hit Girl from Kick-Ass. Not, Not on, on my list. Are you sure? Yeah. Did you check all of your lists? Yeah. Are you 100% sure that Hit Girl is not on your list? I, yeah, possibly. Well, then you are wrong, because Hit Girl should be on your list. She's like 12. Yeah, but she's immensely badass. The first scene we ever see Hit Girl in, she busts into a drug den and <clears> chops <throat> every single one of them up with like this like staff katana thing. And she just she's bad. Actually, no, that's not true. The first scene we see of her, she gets shot by her dad 
And then later we see her break into the drug den. That's true. And her dad's Nicolas Cage, so you know she's badass. Damn, you got me. <laughs> no, she's just... The first time I ever saw Kick-Ass, that character surprised me so much. She is the best character. Yeah, and then that scene where, spoiler alert, Nicolas Cage is getting burned alive. And, like, he's talking her it's through, terrifying like, the strobe light, and she's, like, killing all those dudes and stuff like that at the same time. That's such a badass scene. And I think it's the best Chloe Grace Moretz has ever been. I don't think I've ever really liked her in anything else. I do think she's talented. I just don't think I've been a huge fan of Dude, her in anything think else. About it, she's like a 12-year-old John Wick. That's true. I've got two John Wicks on my list. Dude, if they teamed up, the world would die. In Kick Ass Two, someone's gonna make that movie. Kick Ass Two, she has good action sequences. It's just not a good movie. What? I like it. I think it's a good movie. I just think they lost everything that was fun about the first movie and just went way over the top in the second one. I mean, I still liked it somewhat. I still thought she was good. I just the movie as a whole didn't really work for me. Whereas in the first one, she completely stole that movie. Even even in a movie where Nicolas Cage played his version of Batman, she <laughs> stole it. Like, that's crazy. Even in a movie with a dude named Big Daddy, she Big stole Daddy. it. Um, yeah. And plus she uses swords. And, like, there's katanas. Katana. There's nothing more badass than, like, cutting people's arms off with katanas. That's terrifying. Yeah. All right. So, Hit Girl, that's my third nomination. Go ahead with your fourth. Uh, mine will be John McClane. Not on my list on my honorable mentions. I know, I know. I knew you'd give me crap about not putting him on. But I have solid reasoning. Okay. But I'll let you go first. Uh, for me, uh, he's like, he's a common man hero. He's a, you know, he's just blue collar. He's a police officer. Mm -hmm. Similar Um, to Indiana Jones, but more modern day. Yeah. Um, and he, like, he's quick on his feet. He makes, you know, decisions like, Mm -hmm. like with a snap of a finger, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's played by Bruce Willis, by the way. I don't know if I said that. Um, and he just does whatever he needs to do to save as many people as possible. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like he'll he'll break rules, mm-hmm. um, even though he's a police officer. <laughs> Who cares about that when it's a movie? <laughs> right. right? <laughs> what do you have? What's what do you have for? I just negatives? all right. The reason he's not on my list is mm-hmm. every single Die Hard movie after Die Hard with a Vengeance. Because Die Hard with a Vengeance was the last good Die Hard movie, and the ones after that were complete and utter garbage. See, I liked all of them but the last one. You like the one with Justin Long? Yeah, I don't mind it. I just... I, thought, I mean, it's definitely not great. I thought that was the movie where he stopped being an everyday hero and turned into a superhero. Because he's, like, jumping off planes and stuff like that in that movie. Yeah, but, like, he's a risk taker. That's what he does sometimes. Dude, (laughs) what kind of risk taker? (laughs) Jumps off a blowing up jet. He's trying to save people, all right? No. Nah, not going to get me with that. You got to do what you got to do. Plus, I think he started phoning, Bruce Willis started phoning in his performances. But I don't think that was just Die Hard movies that suffered from that. I think that was every movie he's made that since, was, like, 95. That was just him. Yeah. That's not the character, though. That's Bruce Willis. Yeah, but I think that affected the character later in the I franchise. Mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. Worthy inclusion. If there, if there had just been Die Hard and Die Hard with a Vengeance, he'd probably be, like, towards the top of the list. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So that was your fourth? Yeah. All right. My fourth is a man by the name of Maximus Decimus Meridius. It's on my list. Hey, I knew that would be on your list, too. <laughs> He's going to be Maximus on... Decimus Meridius from Gladiator. He may be on every single list. You know what's he, You know why he's on there? The scene, why he's on there? I'd be like every it's, scene. It's this scene right here. Right here. When he slaughters an arena full of gladiators, throws his sword into the crowd, and yells, Are you not entertained? Is this why you're not here? That is... Russell Crowe, dude. So awesome. Not to mention the fact that this dude... The opening scene as well, when he's a Roman general, charging into battle, 
in the front of the line with his men. Like, he's not sitting in the back like the other dudes. He's like, no, nah, I'm front and center. Dude, if the movie wasn't called Gladiator and it was called General and that was the movie, it was Caesar Rose, he'd still, be, he'd still be a badass. Right? Video, like, but. yeah, no. Everything about this dude's badass. That scene where he has his helmet on and um, Joaquin Phoenix is like, what's your name? Don't turn your back for me. And then he turns around and he says that, like, um, husband to a murdered wife, father to a murdered son, um, and I'll have my vengeance in this life or the next. Oh, dude. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius. Yeah. Oh, my God. God that so just gets good. me every time. And it's also another one of those movies that I watched when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So seeing that, I was like, oh, this is what being a badass is. This is what I'm supposed to do if I want people to look at me as badass. Granted, I could never do those things. See, I, I didn't watch it when I was young. Mm-hmm. I, watched, I think it was actually like one of the first movies, like... When I was like 14 or 15 that I watched, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is why I love film. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that works, too. I think this was the movie that made me fall in love with like swords and sandal movies. I love swords. Did you Wait, what was, what was that last word? Swords and sandals? Movie? Sandals? That's the, like, the genre they call about that, like, like Spartacus, like any movie like set in like Roman times or Greek I'll be honest, I've never like heard that, that before. Sandal? Ever. Really? Never. You haven't heard that? <laughs> no, Dude, never. What do you get a life, bro? Um, it's a genre movie. But I'm, we're not getting into that. But it's one of those movies that made me, made me fall in love with like Roman culture and learning Roman history mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just like almost like culture in general. Yeah. You know? It made it made me want to look up other things that happen in history and around the world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All because of this badass character. What's his name? Maximus Decimus Meridius. And he says it quick like that. Like other people would say it slow, but he says it like he gets yeah. it out there. He's like, "You know me. I know you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna f you up." All right. Yeah, that's my fourth one. And that was your fifth one. Mm-hmm. So we've got three in common already. Three it's looking like we might get five. We may. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. Uh, my fifth nomination probably scraped in, probably would have been, like, if we put it in order, probably would be my number ten. Uh, but he did make it in just because real-life implications is Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Not in there. All of the, all of the series, I had to put this in because, one, Tom Cruise is, without a doubt, one of the greatest movie stars of all time. Ethan Hunt is an incredibly badass character um, in the stunts that he does in each and every single one of these movies. just gets nuts. He, He's he hung on the window of the tallest building in the world. He hung on the side of a plane that was taking off. He was hanging from a a helicopter and hanging from a cliff of a mountain. Like You just said hanging like eight different Exactly. <laughs> All he does is hang off stuff. <laughs> it's just nuts. And like the fact that Tom Cruise actually does these stunts, I think makes the character more badass. Because while one of the problems I have with this series is that there's no tension, you never believe that his character is really going to be hurt. But I genuinely am sitting there watching, like, I think Tom Cruise might die during doing this, though. <laughs> like, I know the character will be fine, but, but Tom the actual, Cruise might die. The actual filming of this movie yeah, like might kill someone. He, he's gonna die. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say for that reason, I think he deserved to be on this list. Also, one of the reasons Mission, Mission Impossible deserves credit, it, it, it is one of the few franchises that continues to get better. There, there's not a lot of those happening. Besides... What was it, two? Two yeah. wasn't good, right? Was it, it two? Was it two or three? It wasn't good, but if you really go back and watch it, like, it's not it's not good. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say it's good, but it is fine. Mm-hmm. It's not awful. The first one is actually really good, and I think more people should go back and watch the first one. Yeah. It probably has the best story because it's got the best twist and turns because everything after that just has the same twist and turn as the first one. Yeah. And he goes rogue in every single movie. There's not a single Mission Impossible movie where he doesn't go rogue. But, but I agree. Like three through five, yeah, they definitely get better. Right, like it, it's incredible, and it, it deserves being at least talked about. So that's why he made my list. All right, all right. So that was my fifth. What is your sixth? My sixth. On the flip side of that, will be James Bond, the other one. Okay, you're gonna hate me for this because you know I love James Bond. He's, it's one of my favorite franchises of all time. 
I did, did not you put... Re- you I, really I, picked I, Ethan Hunt over James Bond? I did not put him on the list. I have a reason. I want you to go first, though. I have a reason. So, I mean, for me, James Bond, uh, which I'm picking Daniel Craig for obvious reasons. Um, okay, that was... Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and I'm... I don't know. I have a hint that that's probably your negative is no, because of the other actors, maybe? A little bit. A little bit. But I'll... Uh, no, you finish, You go through, because he deserves to be talked about in a good way. Okay. Because uh, I love James so Bond. So for me, James Bond, like... For me, like, he's just... He's cool, you know? Like... He's a guy's guy. Yeah. He's confident in every situation. Yeah. Uh, for me, the thing that, like, none of these other people have, at least to his extent is uh, he's good at, like, manipulating people to get information. Yeah, he's badass differently than any character we've talked about. For sure. Um, and, like, he's adapt at multiple, like, MMA styles. Um, and, like, that's the other thing, too, is he's very, like... Kind of, like, John Wick's like this, too. Mm-hmm. The actual, like, choreography of the fight scenes are a lot more realistic yeah. than some other movies. Mm-hmm. Um and the other thing... Specifically the Daniel Craig ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, lastly, it's, like, um, he's good with, like, anything. He, mm-hmm. He's a good driver. He drives boats, airplanes. He can do anything, really. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. All right. Uh, so the reason I didn't put him on this list is because whenever I think about James Bond, since it is one of my favorite film franchises, I have that box set of every single one of them on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite James Bond is Sean Connery. Mm. So he's the one that I immediately go to. Okay. I, while I do agree, I think Daniel Craig has the best James Bond movie. I think Casino Royale is far and away the best James Bond movie of all time. Since my mind automatically goes to Sean Connery, and you think about those old 60s movies, that's not the first thing you think of when you think of like badass characters. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I think of, and the reason you put it on the list, is I think your stipulations for badass was a little bit different than mine. He's much more badass in the aura and the way he carries himself as opposed to the things that he does. Correct. Because I heard, I I read an assessment on the character James Bond one time, and it's James Bond is only excellent at two things. Everything else he's just proficient at. Mm -hmm. He's excellent at shooting people, and he's excellent at seducing women. Everything else he's just good at which is what, which goes to what you're saying that he's good at getting out of situations and handling everything because he's serviceable at everything across the board. But those things that he's but remarkable those two things, at, exactly, they play they off carry the him through exactly. So that's why I can't fault you for putting him on the list. He was number one on my honorable mentions. Um, I love James Bond. It's probably my second favorite film franchise behind uh, Marvel MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you pick Daniel Craig because he is the one who could an argument could be made for mm-hmm. um, as all the other older ones are just too campy yeah. Um, but yeah no, that's so that's why I didn't put him on the list because I was looking at badass characters in a different way than you I were. got you yeah alright so that was your six mm-hmm. okay alright uh, yeah yeah six I think okay all right, so talk Maybe about, we'll figure it out. Talk about segue. My sixth nomination is in my favorite film franchise, the MCU, and it is none other than the leader, Captain America. Yeah, me too. He's on your list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bro. There is one movie that puts him above all other, and that is Captain America Winter Soldier. The hand-to-hand fight I would say scene. there's two. Well... I think that's the one that put him there, and then everything after that has kind of risen him. Like okay. Civil War and stuff like that ri- yeah. rose him higher. Makes sense. And Infinity War rose him even higher. When His entrance in Infinity War still gives me goosebumps. Seen the movie ten times, still get goosebumps every time him mm-hmm. and Thor come in. Um, but Captain America, the, the hand-to-hand fight sequences in Winter Soldier just blew my mind. That elevator sequence, and then the highway fight between him and Winter Soldier... And then even the fight at the end on the helicarriers to a certain extent were incredible. Mm-hmm. I think that's down to like fight choreography and direction and everything like that. But also, thing that's different about him than all these other people, Captain America is a badass, 
in every way but his aura and the way he carries himself because he just wants to be a good guy. He 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 doesn't want to be remarkable. Yeah. He doesn't want to be the person who the spotlight's on. He just wants to do the right thing. He does it for which the greater is, good. Yeah. Exactly, which is the opposite of all these other people we've talked to who just like want to kill people. He's just good enough to do that, but he doesn't want to do that. It's what he's good at. It's what he has to do to be the hero mm-hmm. is whip people's ass, but it's not what he wants to do. And I think that makes him so much more badass. I agree with that. Plus, I mean, he's Captain America. Come on. I mean, I mean, he's always the point of reason, too. Like, exactly. even, when, even when other Avengers are kind of like... It's, yeah, you're kind of like scooting off onto your own agenda. Mm-hmm. He's always he's always the one. He's the authority. He's true. He's true north. Yeah, he's true north, and it's it's why I fell in love with Captain America in the comic books as well as Superman. But they've done Captain America right in terms of the movies to where they kept that. They kept the heart of him. He is the arrow that points true north towards right mm-hmm. as opposed to wrong. And any character whoever is in an ideological battle with him knows you have to know that they're wrong because Captain America would never do anything to endanger people. Yeah. It's always about saving as many people as possible. And it doesn't matter. He it doesn't matter good guys or bad guys. He wants to save everybody. And I think I think that puts him over the top. I'm glad he's on your list. Um Yeah. No, he's awesome. I love Captain America. Top MCU character for me. Same. All right, so that's my sixth. That's your seventh. Seven. Oh, so I have to go again. Ugh. All right, I'm going to skip to a different one because I want to talk about a different one right now. My seventh nomination is character by the name of Dutch mm-hmm. from Predator. All right. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Dutch in the first Predator movie. Listen... You knew an Arnold character had to make this list. Not on my list. Bro, bro. <laughs> have you seen the first Predator? Yeah, I have. Oh my goodness, that thing is terrifying. And he's... Ugh. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, and he goes up against it. So? Those big old hulking muscles straight just covering himself in mud and going... <laughs> calling out the beast. And then killing the beast, slaying the beast. That, was, that on, wasn't... Man. Wasn't Predator? That was freaking Tarzan right there. No, he does that in Predator. <laughs> he stands on the top of a mountain when he covers himself in blood with a torch, and he's like, "Not blood, mud." He like screams at the top of his lung because he's setting a trap for the Predator. Dude, it's so badass. That movie's so great. I don't. How is that not on your list? It's just not. This is like a seminal action movie. This is the action movie. I mean, it's an action movie. Oh my gosh! I hate you. I hate you so much. Did you? When did you watch this? What age did you watch this? I don't know. I was an early teenager. I had to have been oh probably. Gosh, how did you not fall in love more with this? I watched it when I was like eight or nine, and all I saw was just hulking muscles, big guns, and a big old monster getting killed. Question: Do you have a Stallone movie on this list too? I do not. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, but listen. Arnold, were you seeing Arnold was on a different level? That's true, but it's like they're, I mean, they're very close together. I just think he, and none of their other movie, none of their movies were any of their characters put in a situation where they were the weaker character. This is the only time Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone have ever been weaker than the person they're trying to kill. And he had to use intelligence, which isn't a Schwarzenegger trademark <laughs> in order to kill this thing. And I think that is what elevates hey, it over any He was the governor for California, all right? The governor. The governor of... He couldn't even say the name of the state. California. <laughs> California. <laughs> yeah, no. Dutch makes it on. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, Dutch from the Predator. That's my seventh. Okay. All right. Your eighth. My eighth? Mm-hmm. Is Alien. It's gonna be Ripley. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like the alien. I was like, well, he's the you're, bad. You're, he's the bad. You were going Predator, so I had to like segue it, but I, I, I screwed up. All right. Uh, oh, I forgot to put Ripley in my list. 
I re- I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I'd put Ripley on there. Oh, all right. Okay. So do you have nine or do you have ten? And you I have forgot? ten. Oh, oh. interesting. Uh, no, that's it. I've, I have zero arguments against it. Okay, uh, sweet. All right. Uh, this is going to be short. <laughs> uh, so for me, Ripley played by Sigourney Weaver. Um, first off, she's probably the most intelligent person on this list. Well, you haven't seen my other people yet. There's only like two more. Okay. Unless one's like Stephen Hawking. Maybe one is. That's yeah, very unlikely. You guys caught me. My 10th but... nomination is Stephen Hawking. <laughs> it's Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> uh, but, and like for a horror movie, like uh, the... Uh, Alien? No, just for like a horror movie, the common thing is for like people to just do stupid stuff to further, yeah, true. To further the storyline. True. She doesn't do anything stupid like ever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's his name when he's trying to get in the hatch? The the really famous scene? And she's like, no. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know like, what you're talking about. If it was a normal horror movie, they'd be like, oh, yeah, come right in. Mm-hmm. Just to further the storyline. <laughs> um, and she's like, she's got really good survival instincts. Mm-hmm. Um, she thinks fast. Uh, and she's she, she knows... Like, with the smarts, she knows how to work computers, all kinds of electronics. Um, she knows tons of science shit, like physics mm-hmm. and astronomy. Uh, and then, like, weaponry. Like, what was the giant, like... Oh, the metal suit the that mecha, she had the, the mecha suit thing? Yeah. Like, how do you know how to work that? Mm-hmm. She just does. Yeah, true. True. I mean, yeah, no, listen, Ellen Ripley's awesome. Uh, yeah. If she was on your list... Yeah, well, she should not. be. She's not. And I'm looking at it now, and I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I can put her in over. And <laughs> you're going to hate this next character I mentioned. Oh, but no. <laughs> uh, it's going to no. be really funny. Right, if so that's your eighth? Like, so it's your eighth? Ninth? Yeah, I think. eighth. Eighth? Yeah, I've got three left, so that's your eighth. Because you should have two left. All right, well, my eighth nomination... <laughs> <laughs> Probably one my one joke nomination. Okay. Sergeant I'm Nicholas scared. Angel from Hot <laughs> Did you expect Simon Pig to be on my nominations list? But why? Dude, he's badass in this movie. Like, yeah, but like that That's uh, the reason that's that's the that's the trope of his character that he's the badass cuz this is lampooning like all the action movies and stuff it's like, like that. A it's joke. an action comedy. Yeah, but he's like a parody badass though. Yeah, but he's badass still nonetheless. Like he stabs people, he shoots people, but they're not like come on now. Come on now. Come on. He he's catches just, a swan. He's just not naturally badass. Dude, he's badass. He gets in a knife fight with a Santa Claus like he fights a giant who is, you know, not the brightest person, and he kills him with a plant. He fights a bunch of old people. I hate you so much. Right now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Hot Fuzz is probably the best action comedy ever. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's definitely up there. It's up there. I agree with up there on a um, all time. Yeah, I'd have to think about it to be honest with you. I just made that statement. Um, it's easily up there. And the, that's the whole trip of his character is that he's too badass. Like, he's too good at what he does. And that's why he's sent. That's why the movie is what it is. That's why he, the whole story is precipitated. Why he's sent to that town is because he's the most badass cop in London and they can't handle it anymore. And then he goes to this small town and he's more badass there. Oh, yeah. Whatever you say. Sergeant Nicholas Angel. Hot Fuzz. My eighth nomination. You can go ahead with your ninth nomination, though. Uh, my ninth nomination is... Batman. Christian Bale, by the way. It's a good call. Christian Bale? Yeah. Hmm. What would you say? I'd have picked Ben Affleck, but... Oh, really? Hmm. Interesting. For All Batman right. v Superman, not Justice League. Mm. Okay. That uh, warehouse scene. The reason I didn't put Batman on my list is because I, I had to force myself to just do one superhero, or else it would have been all superheroes. <laughs> you know me and superheroes. I can't. I can't stop. 
for you. They literally <laughs> everyone would have been a superhero. I do know that. Except for two of them. One one is John Wick, and then the other one's gonna be my last nomination. Okay. Uh, and so for me, Batman. Um, initially, he like his like motive to become Batman was to get vengeance for his parents' death, mm-hmm. and then like the arc was that he just like became. This character who just wants to, like, save Gotham from whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, true. And for me, like, Batman's the one character who stops short of killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, he, ha- he has pity on people. Uh, and I think, for me, I think that kind of, like, makes him... Uh, he's got More the moral balance. code that it's if he wants to be different from the people that killed his from the guy that killed his parents, mm-hmm. he can't cross that line. Yeah, it's 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 the ultimate code of what Batman is as a superhero, and in comic books, what Superman is as a superhero. You know, movies we'll talk about it otherwise, but um, yeah, it's, it's what sets them apart from the Marvel heroes is that he refuses to cross that line, mm-hmm. no matter how bad it gets. Yep. Even in the Dark Knight, that, like, he was justified 20 times over to kill Joker, but he refused. Yep. And it was because he had to refuse. In order to be the hero that he thought he was, he had to not kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good pick. Uh, the only reason I didn't put him on this list over Captain America is because I think Captain America has better fight sequences um, because Christopher Nolan is not an action director. Which is why I would say probably Ben Affleck would be the Batman I'd pick because of that warehouse scene in Batman v Superman is the most badass Batman scene ever put to screen. I I mean, I do agree with that. Um, Like, but for me, like the aura, like something about... But you're right. Christian Bale has the right Batman morally. Because for me, like the Ben Affleck Batman, he's just like big and brooding, which Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what a lot of Batman are. But for me, the Christian Bale Batman... Like, I really enjoyed him because he was kind of, like, in the shadows. He was lean. He was like a ninja almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that 100%. And I do agree with you. I think, I think as much as I... Like, I'm not trying to crap talk Christopher Nolan. I love Christopher Nolan. I think if he had brought someone in other than him to do the action sequences, I think it could have been better. Like, because you know, like, directors all the time bring in secondary unit directors just yeah, to, do, to yeah. do that. I think... He could have entrusted somebody else, and those sequences would have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can't argue you putting Batman on the list. I mean, he's the most badass superhero probably mm-hmm. in comic books because he's just a man fighting with these characters who are like gods. Yeah. Like, but he gets away with it because he's that good. Yep. Um, yeah, good call. All right, so that's your nine. Uh-huh. My nine is a character by the name of Driver from Drive. Did you ever see that movie with Ryan Gosling? I I love that movie. All right? It's not in the list, but I do oh, love that movie. Come on. No, listen. I When I first saw Drive, I did not know what to expect. I don't think I had seen a Nicholas Winding Refn movie before. And I think this is the one that kind of introduced me to him and the reason I kind of fell in love with him. Um, I think one of the things that makes this character so badass is the silence. He he says probably nine words in the entire movie. Like he doesn't talk much. He's like me. <laughs> Tell me about him, and we just tried to do an audio medium. I mean, I'm no, so sorry, no problem with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just that elevator sequence where he just beats the living crap out of the dude. Like uh, it. Think about how many times we've mentioned elevator sequences. <laughs> elevator. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Shit like, happens in elevators. No, it's badass. Uh, and then the driving, too. Like, he's All the, the best getaway driver. So yeah, it's crazy. And I think it adds to that scorpion jacket, the look. But yeah, I think it all has to do with the silence. It's, oh, it's, if you want to talk about swagger. It's imposing. He's... Because Ryan Gosling isn't isn't really an imposing guy. Similar yeah. to Keanu Phys- Reeves. Physically, he's a normal-looking guy. But the silence and the... It creates a mystery to where you're like, I don't know what this dude's capable of. Mm-hmm. And then when you see what he's capable he's a of, mystery. you're like, oh shit, he's bad. He's bad. Yeah, no. So, Driver. And he doesn't have a name. That's cool. Characters without names are... He doesn't. That's up a notch name. already. I actually didn't know his name, like, his titled character name yeah, is Driver. Yeah, Driver. Hmm. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. All right. And Oscar Isaac, or early Oscar Isaac appearance in that movie. Yeah. It's always nice to have an Oscar Isaac moment in the last, you know? True. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves some Oscar Isaac. Right. right? Um, yeah, all right. So that's my number nine. You go ahead with your ten. My number ten, you are not going to expect this from me. I can almost guarantee you. Oh, I already know exactly. Take one guess. Say. I know exactly. Is it what? Let me. Is it a superhero or not a superhero? No. It's not a superhero? No. Oh. No, maybe. If you guess maybe this. Maybe I don't know. Then I won't lose my mind. Sarah Connor? No. Oh, then I don't think I know. If Man. Oh! Played by Johnny. Number two on my honorable mentions. Good call. Yeah. Good call. I put, I put, um, I actually put Driver ahead of him. Driver was the one who I was competing okay. with that dude to make the list. But good they call. They are very similar, actually. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so for me, Hitman, played by Donnie Yen, probably his breakout role, really, for, in America, at least. Yeah. Obviously. Donnie Yen's so cool. Dude, Don, Donnie Yen's amazing. Donnie Yen needs to be bigger in America. Heck yeah, he does. Uh, so for me, um, He's, he is kind of like Driver. He's like really quiet. He's got this mystique about him. Um, he's the master of hand-to-hand combat, mm-hmm. like literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and like his like his focus is like unparalleled. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he doesn't use guns at all. Nope. Which is like, how do you get away with that? And then just like kill people. Well, yeah. he doesn't kill people, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Ip Man is like the strongest of like the modern kung fu style movies. Yeah, and Donnie and, it, and the reason it is is because of Donnie Yen. He he sets himself apart from all of those other ones because of his ability to make you care about the character, and also his martial arts ability. He was yeah. trained by or he was trained under the same wing of the likes of Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan. A lot of other famous martial artists. And I think Ip Man is, like, right up there with those, like, Bruce Lee movies. Ip Man trained Bruce Lee. Yeah, I mean, in real life, yeah. In terms of quality, yeah. I would say yes, because of how old those Bruce Lee movies are. Mm -hmm. They just, I mean, as big a fan as I am of Bruce Lee, I love Bruce Lee to death. They have aged. Uh, Yeah, they've aged severely not the action sequences in terms of kung fu movies i think the action sequences still work yeah i think in terms of films though and stories they, they've aged mm-hmm. um yeah no donnie donnie and Ip man that's fantastic i picked a different foreign i knew you went martial artist for me Go ahead. I, I picked a different foreign martial artist for my list because i wanted to do the same i my heart breaks that i didn't get jackie chan on this list <laughs> um and Ip man was one that i strongly considered but this next person would be number two on my list if they were ranked behind John Wick. Okay. Um, is a character by the name of Rama. You're not going to know who it is from the name, but you know the movies. From The Raid and The Raid 2. Hands down, the two best modern action movies since, what, the 80s? Yeah, I can't disagree. Like, the uh, Raid movies... The fight choreography in those are astonishing. And I, Rama is the main character. I think that's why the only reason he's not on my list is I just I don't think of the character, you know? Yeah. You think of the actor, Iko Uwais, who's going to be yeah. in Mile 22. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't think of the character name because those movies, the only... Like, don't be wrong. If you actually sit down and watch them, they've got good stories and they've got good acting. Yeah. But the... The set pieces and the fight choreography and the action that's, is so good that your mind yeah. can't think about anything else. Yeah, that's what your entire mind is focused on. Exactly. The but watching these movies, like the character, one, the character, like, because a lot of these heroes and stuff like that, they're like the main guy, like right from the get go. They're like the leader, the general, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. His guy, this guy is just, just a deputy in the SWAT department. Not the head of the department. Trying to get not through the this second building. Head. Yeah. With a bunch just a of dude killers. Trying to live. And then that's the same thing in the second movie. He's just trying to live. Like, that, that's all this dude wants is to get back to his wife and kid. And he can't because he, because he went into this building. He got himself in so deep in one of the biggest corruption rings <laughs> in the country. Which, do they name the country in the. 
Because I, I, I know remember. that it's Indonesian. I just I don't know if they say that it's in Indonesia in the movie. I don't remember. It might just be assumed. But uh, it's directed by Gareth Evans, who um, needs to get a big property from somebody, and he needs to get it soon. Just from somebody. Um, he's directing a movie on Netflix called Apostle that's coming out later this year. It's got Dan Stevens. Um, but yeah, no. Rama in the Raid is easily one of the most badass movie characters of all time in any genre because of how good of a fighter he is. He's 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 silent. Well not not dead silent, but he's quiet. Mm-hmm. Similar to uh Driver, like he doesn't talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Um he's just a guy. He's also an everyday kind of guy, sort of like John McClane, just trying to get through his day. He combines so many of the elements of all the other characters on this list. He's got the martial artists of Batman, the silence of Driver, the everyday man of Indiana Jones and John McClane, and he puts that all together in the package, and it creates a character of the baddest level of John Wick, in my opinion. Other people might have Without guns. Without guns, yeah. And more gore. Like, yeah, no, it's so... That's the thing about the action sequences is it's so hard-hitting. Like, mm-hmm. you feel the pain of everything. and that. But he's just got to keep going or else he's going to die. Because yeah. there's like 70 dudes coming after him. This is the evolution of the Kung Fu movie. This yeah, is where it's going. Yeah, yeah. It's turning in movies like this. Like a Red contained, like... Making yeah. it harder, making it grittier, mm-hmm. making it darker... I think because then they can, they can up the kung fu stakes. They can make it more realistic because the way they use everyday items in this, like just slamming plates over people's head and adding that into the action, it's very like grindhousey. Exactly, but done a thousand times better than grindhouse. Tasteful, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I, I had to put him on this list. He's the second character I thought of right behind John Wick. Okay. All right, so that's my list. And that's Easton's list mm-hmm. of nominations. Uh, why don't you read through your ten? Just remind everybody. Uh, so I had Captain America, mm-hmm. uh, Mad Max, mm-hmm. uh, It Man, mm-hmm. John Wick, yep, uh, Batman, yep, uh, Ripley, yep, Indiana Jones, yep, uh, John McClane, mm-hmm. and James Bond. Okay, and Maximus. Maximus. That's my smarties. <laughs> All right, so I had John Wick, I had Indiana Jones, I had Hit Girl, I had Maximus Decimus Meridius. You gotta say the full name, of course. Uh, I had Ethan Hunt, I had Captain America, I had John or er, Dutch, I had Sergeant Nicholas Angel, I had Driver, and I had Rama. All right, so the ones we have in common for sure, we don't have five in common, correct? Correct. We've got four. We've I got four. So we've got John Wick. Yeah. We've got Indiana Jones. Yep. We've got Maximus. Mm-hmm. And we've got Captain, Captain America. America. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we have to fight for the last spot. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm willing to concede. Because I'm fighting with Ripley. If... You're using Ripley? Yeah. I would use Rama. Okay. All right. So why do you feel as though she should make it in over Rama? Uh, I mean, for me, uh, like I said, like, I mean, he's got survival instincts as well, like, just as much as her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, she's fighting against aliens. Mm-hmm. She's the only, you know, by the end of the movie, she's the only person mm-hmm. alive now. Yeah. Everyone's been killed by these giant-ass aliens. The one thing I would say and why Rama I think should make it in is because it's badass action movie characters and I would feel as though one of Ripley's movies, specifically the first one, is more of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Aliens is an action movie and she is incredibly badass in that. But I would say that both The Raid and The Raid 2 are action movies and he is an action character that's the only reason i would put him over i think in terms of that the only other thing that separates them is his um kung fu his his fighting it it, he's you're right i do think she's fighting a tougher opponent she has a bigger battle yeah but i think his battle is i don't know it's 
He has more. It's more intimate. It's more. It's more intimate battle because of him having to fight humans. Like Mm -hmm. he has to get hand to hand and fight all these people hand to hand. Like he he's not using weapons. He's using his his skill in terms of hand to hand combat. Yeah, but in the way, like for him though, that's like kind of one dimensional in a way where that's all he's using. Yeah. For Ripley, she's like using a multitude of things to survive. Yeah. No, and that's fair. I just, I think it, it ups his stakes as an action hero that he doesn't get those things. Like, it's not that, like, he doesn't use guns. It's they creatively find a way in the scenes that he does have a gun to get the gun out of his hand. Because mm-hmm. there are plenty of times in the second movie where he has a gun or he's going into a room with a gun, but then it gets knocked out or someone gets the drop on him and he has to drop the gun or something like that and, and the gun gets taken away from him and he has to use his hands. Whereas Ripley is, due to her hard will and work, finds the weaponry and stuff like that. He has his weaponry taken away from him. But that's the thing, though, is like, for him, he can defeat enemies without... Yeah, thank you. That's like, incredibly badass that he can do that without... Yeah, but she's fighting <laughs> aliens. She she bro, can't, like, bro, Rama, knock out an bro, alien, bro. bro. He's Rama, not gonna knock Rama out some alien. would aliens. walk straight up to that alien and punch her in the face. Why are you lying? I'm not lying, bro. That's what he would do. That's like domestic violence. We don't talk about that nowadays. Bro, it's an alien. It's okay. <laughs> It's not domestic violence is not okay. I thought you were saying he was gonna go up and punch Ripley. No, oh. no, I'm not, he's punching the alien. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but then he would get his hand bitten off. Then he okay. Die. Who do you think would win in a fight between Rama and Ripley? I mean, obviously Rama. Okay. So like, all right. So Rama makes the list. Fuck, I hate you. Okay. Do you want to flip a coin? No. We can flip a coin. That's all right. You I'm win. fine with flipping a coin. No. No. You win. She. She. The. The first Alien's a horror movie. That's not an action movie. That's the only thing I think that separates them. I think it's. An, I can't say anything negative. I think it's about an Ripley. action horror movie. Or I think that's horror the, action. I think the second one is an action movie. I think the first one is a straight horror movie because she doesn't. In the first one, it's more survival, like you were saying, as opposed to fighting. In the second one, she fights the aliens. In the first one, she's surviving. But like you're saying that, but like we're not talking about a specific movie. We're talking about a character i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just trying to find ways to separate them because all rama does is fight where but surviving is a product of that fighting ripley is surviving and then fighting i don't know man how how am i supposed to say something negative about ripley and how are you supposed to say something negative about rama i don't know what are we supposed to do we can't change it unless we want to knock one of our other ones out but we can't do that can we I mean technically we can't it's our podcast is there one that we want to put we put both these people in over someone else we want to is there I don't know because we've got John Wick Indiana Jones Maximus Decimus Radius and Captain America <laughs> Feeling dead air time while Easton sits there and looks at a piece of paper when he could just be I gotta think about it, alright, man. Gotta you gotta think hard about this. Alright, it's important. It's like the academy all over again. Okay, so you either they have, get more time than so like have, an hour. Pause. You have five seconds to figure out if we're coin flipping or if Ram is going in. Uh, I don't like corn flips. I'll always lose, so we'll just pick wrong. Hey, hey, hey. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you negotiate a victory for your character. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so do you want do you want to do the drum roll? So they're not going to announce who's in our. Wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Don't start yet. I gotta get ready. Jesus, all come right. on, man. So you told me to drum roll, and now you're like telling me to wait. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for coming out tonight to the Semi-Pros Hall of Fame induction ceremony for badass action movie characters. Why you gotta say it like some, like, circus act I'm a, guy. Holi- I'm a Hollywood personality. Does that not work? No, it doesn't. You sound like a, one of those, like, introduction people from circuses. Good. Maybe I want to be. Maybe I want to be Hugh Jackman from The Greatest Showman. I do like that movie. <laughs> All right, so... Drum roll, please. And our first induction inductee is 
John Wick. Drum roll again. Second nominee. And it, wait, no, not nominee. Induction. Oh, induction. <laughs> it's not a nominee. Come on. They've already been nominated, all right? Our second induction is Indiana Jones. Come up here, Harrison Ford. We all know you're here. Take out the earring. <laughs> oh, man. Right. You would hate you for that. You'd have like two words to say. You'd probably crash this plane into the building. And our third nominee is Maximus Decimus Meridius. Father to a murdered wife. Oh, I said father to a murdered wife. Wow, that was bad. Oh, yeah. That's, that's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> that was wildly inappropriate. Oh, I hate my life so much. All right, moving on. All right, and our fourth nomination. Oh, my gosh, our fourth induction is Captain America. I'm so bad. Why could I not do this? I'm so bad. I hate this. So much. Do the drum roll. <laughs> Our fifth induction is Rama from the Raid and the Raid Redemption. Raid 2. <laughs> no, Raid Redemption's the first one. Alright, we gotta end this immediately. I hate life. The world's gonna end. Good. You literally I hope it does. didn't get a single one of this. <laughs> Completely right. <laughs> so bad. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Semi Pros Hall of Fame podcast. I am Zach. I am Easton. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know if you want to do a certain topic. Let us know if you like the podcast. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Give us a positive review. Please. I'm going to go jump off a roof. <laughs> All right. Don't do that. I'll save him, I promise, guys. He won't because he's, he's not a good action hero. Say bye, Easton. Wait, nope. Easton, say bye. Don't stop it. Say bye. 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 Bye.